My entitled teacher bullies me all year, blaming me for all her problems, as well as giving me a bad grade in her class, even after I did all my work on time. But my mom wasn't having it, so she stormed back into my teacher's classroom and put this entitled bully of a teacher in her place in a way that I've never seen in my life. Here's what happened. So this happened to me many years ago when I was still in grade school. I took a theater class, and the first semester the class was taught by an elderly, kind, and beautifully positive woman. We will call her Mrs. Smith. That's not her real name. I had an A plus in the class and I enjoyed it. After winter break, I went to class to find a new teacher. Mrs. Smith had health issues and wasn't able to finish the school year. The new teacher was young and tried way too hard to be the cool teacher, if you know what I mean. The first day of class, she said she taught differently. She graded by groups. I was put in a group with three other people who I knew wouldn't be doing any of the work. I had always been a shy, quiet, and good kid. I was bullied for being smart. I was a straight-A student, and I never received a B until my college years much later. For most of the classes, this new teacher would just talk to us about real life. She would say stuff to us like, Life isn't going to be fair or what you expect it to be. Everybody fails. The new teacher said on the first day of class that she believes everybody needs to fail at least once in life. Now, I don't know why, but she looked at me and smiled and said, Don't you agree? And I just replied with, Well, I mean, if they deserve to. Her smile eventually faded, and was replaced with a scowl and she started talking to the class again about how failing is important for character and everyone needs to struggle to learn how to survive. And when she was saying this, I was thinking to myself, we are just a bunch of teenagers in a theater class. What in the world is she on about? I've got my whole life ahead of me to make mistakes. Well, from that moment on, she hated me. She routinely berated me in front of the class. She would say things like, I bet your teacher's pet all the time. She would then call me a goody two-shoes and she would blame me for the class not being able to finish a movie we were watching in class. We were watching Stephen King's movie called It, and apparently a student's mom called the principal and said it was giving their kids bad dreams. It wasn't me that did it, but she assumed it was. I just tried to stay in the corner of the class with my head down and out of the line of fire. She even got other kids to pick on me as well. I was fat, so I was an easy target. And when the other kids teased me, she would just laugh. But she wasn't going to break me. I had been bullied all through school. I was used to it, but I just wasn't expecting it to come from an adult that was supposed to be teaching me. Eventually, I survived the class and the new teacher, or at least I thought I did, until I got my report card. Straight A's except for theater. She gave me a C-. I was terrified to show my mom. She expected straight A's from me. My mom is the kindest and most loving woman, but she expected good grades because I was a good student. She picked me up, and the first thing she asked for was my report card. I had never even gotten a B before, so I didn't know how she would react. It wasn't pretty. She asked why I was doing so badly in that class and how I could have such good grades in all the rest of my classes. The thing that hurt me the most was the disappointment in her voice. I began to cry and I told her that the new teacher didn't like me and I did all my work so I just didn't know what was going on. She didn't believe me. She parked the car and made me walk her to my theater class and I was crying. She did this so she could speak to my new teacher. I sat outside the classroom and I listened through my crying. The new teacher told my mom that she graded in groups, and even though I did my work, my group brought my grade down. Now, I've never heard my mom angry in that way before. She told her that wasn't fair and had some other choice words for the new teacher, and then stormed out and we left. My mom ended up speaking to the principal, and they made my new teacher hand over all my work with A's. And they reviewed all my other class grades and talked to my other teachers, who vouched for me being a good student. My new teacher was forced to change my grades to 
to an A overall. She had to change other students' grades as well, apparently. And from that moment on, my mom was incredible to me. I never saw that teacher at my school ever again, and I never took another theater class ever again as well. That teacher sounds obnoxious. Imagine you're trying to pass this class and just do well in a stupid theater class, and you've got this teacher who's trying to be all philosophical to a bunch of teenagers who literally don't even want to be there. And also, why would she grade the class based on groups? Like, I would be furious if that was me, and I did all this hard work, and I knew for a fact my group was not going to do any work. Like, that's not fair in the slightest. That really is not fair. But it sounds like the original poster's mom absolutely had their back. Sure, they were angry at first, but once they realized their kid was doing their work, they absolutely were not going to take no for an answer. So hopefully that teacher got fired or something like that, because she was awful to this original poster, and she has no business being a teacher if she is going to literally bully her students simply because they said something that she didn't like. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. I walked in on my best friend's girlfriend in the process of cheating, and as a result, this absolutely ruined our friendship group, and at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So I was having a celebration for my birthday with a few people at my house. I had invited my girlfriend, my best friend, and his girlfriend, and their third roommate. The five of us all are good friends, and we hang out every weekend. And anyways, towards the end of the night, the roommate kept going missing apparently. As in like he was very drunk, wandering around somewhere else. And my buddy's girlfriend kept trying to find him. And in the back of my head, I'm just thinking like, okay, so yeah, it's kind of concerning that they can't find him. But he's also a grown man, and I'm not too concerned. He's also done this in the past, mind you. And on top of that, my buddy's girlfriend insisted on just trying to find him herself. Which I did find a little bit odd, but I didn't think much of it. Anyways, at one point, some of us, including me, my girlfriend, and my best friend were out smoking. But I decided to go and see if everything was okay with the roommate. I go to my driveway, and I see the roommate and my buddy's girlfriend making out in his car. Now, when I saw this, I was pretty shook. I started panicking, and I just walked back into the house. I went straight to my girlfriend, who was in the bathroom at the time, and I told her what I just saw. I told her that I should probably tell my best friend what just happened. And if I don't, I'm not going to be a good friend. So I did just that. And he was obviously upset. So he walked out to the car and started screaming at both of them and ended up just driving away. Anyways, the whole situation just kind of ruined my birthday for me. And I can't help but feel that I'm now in a weird spot because my girlfriend and his now ex-girlfriend are best friends. And this basically uprooted our entire friend group. And to be honest, part of me wants to tell my girlfriend to not be friends with this lady anymore. But I also feel that's not my place and I don't really have the right to say who she can and cannot be friends with. What should I do? First off, I want to make it very clear to the original poster that no, you did not break up this friend group. This lady and the roommate, they're the ones that broke up the friend group. They're the ones that did this and you just happen to be the one to find them in the act. And you know what? You did the right thing. If my friend's girlfriend was cheating on him, I would absolutely want him to know about what was going on. And at your birthday party at that. I mean, how crazy is that? These people seriously couldn't have done this anywhere else. Like, they were literally just out in the open in a car making out as if nothing was wrong. Like, seriously, that is not okay. So you did nothing wrong in this situation. You are not the bad person here and you didn't cause any of this. You just so happen to be in the right place at the right time to help out your friend deal with his girlfriend that is obviously cheating on him. When it comes to your girlfriend being friends with this ex-girlfriend, there's honestly not a lot you can do about it. I think you have every right to express your opinion and be like, look, this lady ruined our friend group. I really don't like her and I really don't think that we should be involved in her life anymore. And maybe express it in that way to try and get through to her. But at the 
end of the day, it is her own decision. And you know what? Your girlfriend should be fully aware of at this point what kind of person her best friend is. And that is someone who would actively ruin a relationship. That's not okay. That is really toxic. And overall, this situation is absolutely not your fault. My dad has pressured me my entire life to make me call his new wife my mom, despite the fact that she will never be my mom and she will only be a stepmom at best. And things have escalated so badly over the years that I seriously don't know what else to do. Here's what happened. So to start things out, my mom passed away when I was 14 years old. I was always closer with her than my dad, so I took it very hard and still missed her every day. My dad moved on extremely quickly, and I'm talking like one and a half months later, and he was openly dating his current wife, and I personally suspect that he was cheating on my mom. She moved in four months after my mom passed away. Then, nine months after her passing, they announced their engagement on my birthday as one of my gifts. I obviously didn't take it very well. I made a scene, I dumped the cake that they got me, and I walked out. I disappeared for a few days until they were about to put in a missing persons report. I was forced to go back. They tried to get rid of all evidence of my mom. Pictures, personal effects, memories, and other things. I kept what I could and I hid some others. They wouldn't let me celebrate her birthday or anything to do with my mother. They tried to force me to call this lady my mom, the person that my dad was dating, but I never did it. They would ignore me when I called her by her normal name. She would introduce herself as my mom and I would correct her every time. It got to the point that I stopped talking to her unless absolutely necessary or if I was correcting her in some kind of way. These talks were usually one word answers. My dad got very angry every time I didn't call her mom and would instead use her first name or introduce her as my dad's wife. I only spent two weeks not talking to either of them when I was 16 years old because I was ruining their family dynamic. I turned 18 and I left for university and went extremely low contact and I didn't go back. When I was 21 years old, I got engaged to my fiance. She knows about my relationship with my dad and his wife. She respects it and is on my side. When they found out, my dad and his wife had a fit. They didn't know that I was seeing anyone. My dad's wife posted on social media saying she was excited that her son, meaning me, was getting married, as well as a bunch of other things, saying that she can't wait until she becomes a grandparent. I made a short post saying I am not and never will be her son and she won't be a grandma to any of my future kids. My dad got mad and was saying that I was disrespecting my mother and embarrassing her. And so I asked who he was referring to because my only mother, my real one, had passed away. And at this point, I lost both of my parents on that day when I was 14. Now that situation was about three years ago and we went back to no contact. My wife is about eight months pregnant and they just showed up at my house even though I never gave them my address. They wanted to talk and meet my wife but I didn't let them in and I said to turn around and go back to where they came from. But apparently, they decided they wanted to move to my city and state just to try and be closer and repair the relationship between us. She said that she missed her son and wanted to be a better mom and grandma. But I called them delusional and told them to leave and I slammed the door. I later found out they bought a house about five minutes away from us. This has all been way too much for me and my therapist wants me to let them in. But I would rather cut all contact. It wouldn't be so bad if they would just stop trying to replace my mom and act like she never existed. I honestly don't know much about my dad's wife. I don't even know if I know who my dad is anymore. My wife is struggling to support me emotionally and doesn't know how to help. How do I convince my dad and my dad's wife that she will never be my mom ever? Before we go any further, the original poster actually has an update to this story. This is what they had to say. So first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who commented. 
connected. And I want to start off to answer some questions and to clarify a few things. My wife, myself, and our unborn child are doing good overall. My wife is over being pregnant at this point, and our child should be here in the coming weeks. I did find a new therapist, and I called to cancel the rest of my appointments on the books, and he did not take that very well, so I have to put in a complaint. I met with my new one, and I like her a lot better. I feel like I'm actually being heard, and I'm actually getting the help that I needed. I want to make this clear as well that I am 24 years old. My dad's wife is also 38 years old, so she is 14 years older than me. My dad is 52 years old, 14 years older than his wife. So when she entered my life, I was 14 and she was 28. There were also a lot of theories about how my dad might have had something to do with my mom passing, but that is not the case. But I still believe they were together before she passed. I am also investing in a security system, but it will be a few weeks until they can install it. But for now, we have a doorbell cam as well as some cheap cameras around the house. Also, since the post about her being excited about being a grandma and about how my wife and I got engaged, we have both locked down all of our social media. My wife and I are not active on any platforms anymore except for messaging or sharing pictures. Also, when it comes to them finding out about our address, we found out about the leak. It was my brother-in-law. We had a family dinner where we had planned on working on the birthday plan. My brother-in-law insisted on being there, which was odd as he was not a part of it to begin with. While we were waiting for my mother-in-law to get home, I shared what happened between my dad and how it made me and my wife feel. My brother-in-law got visibly uncomfortable when this was brought up. When we saw what was going on and we called him out for it, he denied it, but it was still incredibly obvious. My sister-in-law then called him out and he broke down. He said that he had been talking to them because we need all the family support that we can get and they should know their grandbaby. This caused an argument and it ended with my sister-in-law moving out and staying with us. I think it's over between the two of them and I will never trust him ever again. Our birthing plan has been on lockdown and very secured and it was made a day later without my brother-in-law. But we have some plans just in case something crazy happens. Everyone who needs to know the plans or the details actually does know what's going on. I've also seen comments of people saying that we should get a protection order. But you know what? It is surprisingly hard to get one where I live. It is heavily dependent on violence or physical contact. Technically, what they have done is not against the law yet. They are perceived as no real danger at this time since there were no real threats made and they left when I asked them to. They have free will to move wherever they want whenever they want. Also, since a family member gave another family member my address, it is fair game. In regards to grandparents' rights or whatever that is, it is only when my wife and I have lost custody or are unable to care for them. But my mother-in-law and father-in-law will be taking on that role if that ever does happen, even though it never will. Also, my wife and I are not in a position to move. We just bought our house when interest rates were low, and my in-laws helped with the down payment. It is nothing massive, but it is a house, and it's perfect for a starter family. My dad and his wife are also unable to have kids. I don't know from what side made it impossible, so that may be why there's constant pressure from them. I did also write a letter, basically summing up why I want no contact with my dad. I explained to him how I feel about what they did, and how his wife is not my mom, and she will never be. I also explained that if I feel like giving them a chance, it will be on my terms as well as my family's terms. I specified that my family is me, my wife, and any possible children moving forward. I also requested that they not talk to my wife or myself at any time unless it first goes through a lawyer. I told them straight up that they are not welcome around us at any point, including our house, school, daycare, social gatherings, birthdays, Christmases, barbecues, you name it. I stated that if we are in public, we are strangers. I told them to keep space and act like we don't even exist. 
exist. And if they break this, they will get a follow-up letter, which will then hopefully lead to some kind of protection order. The letter was quite long, and our lawyer looked it over, and my wife and I signed it. Then he signed it, as well as it being notarized. And then we made legal copies of it for our records. My lawyer went with a private delivery service and hand-delivered it to him with a signature of received goods. Plus, there's video evidence as well. As for me, I'm now focused on my wife and my soon-to-be child, and I honestly hope that I'm ready. Your dad is crazy. First off, I absolutely agree with the original poster. There is a very high likelihood that he was cheating on his wife before she passed away. Like, who in their right mind would just straight up be like, okay, I've got another date. One month later after my wife passed away, yeah, I'm gonna start dating again. And then four months later getting engaged? Like, are you crazy? Also, this lady was 28 years old? Oh my gosh. That is really inappropriate. This guy is 52 years old. What is happening right now? This seriously looks incredibly sketchy, and I don't blame you for saying, yeah, this guy was probably cheating. It also is crazy that your dad and his wife would move to the same city as you just to try and repair the problems in a relationship that they caused. They are literally the reason this relationship fell apart. It's not on the original poster. It's not on anybody else. It's on them. And what an utter act of betrayal from this brother-in-law. To give out their address like that is such a huge betrayal of trust. Like, I would not forgive that guy ever again or trust him ever again if that ever happened to me. So hopefully this can all get figured out and you can find some kind of peace in your life. Because with all things considered, I don't blame you for going no contact with your dad. My boyfriend has plans every weekend with his friends, as well as every single weeknight during the week. But none of those plans ever involve me. And I now feel so hurt and I seriously don't know what to do. So my boyfriend and I have been together for four years in October and we live together with our four pets. When we first got together, we would go on dates every Friday. We would go for drives, we would go to the mall, and we would go on other adventures whenever we were together. But this changed after my boyfriend got a new group of friends and suddenly had plans every single weekend and every single weeknight. It's good to have friends and some alone time and while I'm an introvert and I enjoy my alone time as well, he also enjoys going out and I respect that and I encourage it. I think it's healthy. However, it's always constant. I would say at least four nights a week, if not more, and at least every Saturday, he has plans and will be out forever and then come home and sit on his couch up until he goes to sleep. I feel we do nothing as a couple anymore and everything that we do is with his friends. We will even go out to have drinks and then all of his friends will suddenly arrive and then as always, it's just us and five other people. So I even just gave up on that. I've expressed this so many times and there's times where I will literally just be crying, saying that I feel like I'm single again and in the end, he will still leave because he says that he just has to go. I'm just at a crossroads here. I support him going out and doing things that he wants to do, but I mean, does it have to be four to five days a week? I just feel like in his life, I'm the last option if no one else at all wants to hang out. He said, let's plan a trip. Let's go on dates more, as well as several other empty plans, but it just never happens. He says he wants to spend the rest of his life with me, and I love him dearly, but I just feel like I'm single half the time. My friends are taken out and go on trips with their boyfriends and actually get time together, and I feel like I deserve that just as much as they do. Am I overreacting here? What should I do? Your boyfriend is completely out of line. He would rather spend time with his friends out and about every single night as opposed to having any kind of relationship with his girlfriend. And I'm right there with you. It's okay that he spends time with his friends. But it seems like there is literally a complete imbalance between you and his friends. Like it seems to me that he is not prioritizing his time with you at all. He's not even making this like a 50-50 split or anything like that. Which from the sounds of it, you would probably be okay with that. It seems like you want him to have friends and to 
to be involved with a friend group in general. So I can personally totally understand where you're coming from, where you feel jaded and you feel hurt when you're trying to have a night out and suddenly all of his friends show up. Like, what is happening? That's not fair at all. So hopefully some kind of conversation can break through to this guy. It sounds like you've tried a lot. It sounds like you've tried just about everything, but he seriously just doesn't prioritize you. And you know what? In this case, it kind of seems like actions are really speaking louder than words. And you deserve so much more out of a relationship than this kind of dismissive behavior. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.